Hey, this is Griffin from Big Bad Beetle Bros. This is the final episode of the Shadowborg miniseries. That means that Shadowborg will not be appearing in any further episodes of the series. After this, we'll be continuing on with Season 1 of Beetleborgs. If ever there comes a time where you miss Shadowborg and wish he would make a return, we understand and we're here for you. Just comment on one of our platforms, social media, or YouTube channel. All you have to say is more Shadowborg. More Shadowborg. <laughs> and he will get back to you with a personal audio message. Just for you. You thought you were through with me. You were wrong again. So I was having like a psychotic breakdown, not knowing who was <laughs> saying what. And with that, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I just listened to this now. Stage of <laughs> Welcome back to the Big Bad Beetle Bros. I'm Cam. I'm Nick. And I'm Davy. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here for episode 31, Big Rumble in Charterville. And I'll we did that. it. We, we finished it. it. <laughs> we made it. They told us we wouldn't, but we did. <laughs> we started we from the bottom. Now we're halfway through season one with another <laughs> season after that to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we made it like a third of the way into the show. <laughs> God. We've, we've devoted officially too much time into this. Yeah. But now we're we're way too deep in we can't stop. So yeah, we're not even making money <laughs> off it. Like <laughs> we're stuck now. Uh it, so this is the end of the Shadowborg saga, and I think it was a pretty good I think it was a pretty fitting end. I think it worked. It was pretty yeah. It, it I yeah, liked it. It was good. Yeah. It like was, it, it had it problems, but <laughs> it wasn't like the rest of the episodes that kind of left on a cliffhanger went wanting you to resolve the story. Like there's Oh, excuse me. There's still stuff I want to know. Like, they still have plenty of stuff that we're going to have to dig into once it starts back in the next episode, but uh, we learned a whole new thing about end. Vexor that we're going to need addressed later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're really going to need it addressed. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. There's, a little bit. There's some things that they, like, obviously because of the Japanese footage they had that they were using, and also because it's the end of the Shadowborg and the white blaster Borg, they like went a little ham on and it like messes with the fact that we have like literally, I think like 25 more episodes to go until the finale of this season, because this felt like a season finale. Mm -hmm. I, I guess yeah, it, it was timed, right? It was the 31st yeah, episode. It would yeah. fit. It's definitely, you yeah. could call it like a mid season finale. I was about to say, I don't yeah, know if they went on break finale. after this, but I, it would not surprise me if, like, you know, this was right before, like, Thanksgiving break or something like that, and they went a few weeks without an episode, and then, because, Ryan, you said we're pretty close to a Christmas episode. Yeah, two episodes away. Yeah, so yep. maybe, uh, I don't have the uh, timeline of when the episodes came out pulled up, but 
it wouldn't surprise me if they had had a hiatus after this, especially because <gasps> it was such a big deal. What was the gas? Oh, I just saw. I just saw what the next episode's theme is. Oh, oh my yeah. God! Yes, I'm really waiting for this one because yes. I've seen screenshots of it so much. <laughs> and and uh, there was some. There was. There's a whole bunch of behind the scenes footage in that video from way back, way when like near when we first started. I think. Uh, oh yeah. Recommended, and uh, the um, I don't know if we ever. Sh- Cameron, did you ever share that with the viewers? Uh, that one album Which that one? was like a whole bunch of behind the scenes pictures. Uh, yeah, I think I. I know I put it on our Patreon, and I'm okay. pretty sure I put it on Facebook. Um, that was like the was that like the trivia thing. That was like, um, like five little known facts about Beetleborgs or something like that. I don't know, dude. I had the the weird like behind the scenes things and the screen caps of it and stuff. I have consumed so much Beetleborg shit in the past year. I, don't I know want, it's not even funny. Uh, <laughs> I know I can't keep any of this shit straight. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just now remembering Dudley's too. name. At least they fucking said his name <laughs> in this episode. True. Uh. But yeah, so this it was not on that. You were talking about the screen rant one, the like ten facts thing. Yes. It wasn't in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know it's in our. If you go back to our bonus episode where we talk about behind the scenes and trivia, I know we talk about it in that, and I know we name where we found it. Cameron, you're just trying to self plug your. Uh, uh, Cameron's like, go back and listen to it all over again. <laughs> Increase that view count. Consume. <laughs> Experience our pain in real time. <laughs> Don't foil my capitalist plot. <laughs> but speaking of capitalist plots, we open up on Zoom <laughs> Comics to a failing business, and yeah, and they're <laughs> apparently. Beetleborgs is such a staple of their income that when Vexor and the Magnavores came in and stole the shipment of the Beetleborgs comics, they went out of business. That's what they say. They, Zoom's been out of business yeah. ever since they stole the comics. They only stole Beetleborgs comics. I swear we've seen comics that weren't Beetleborgs on the shelves. Yeah. Not like, a ton. I, Obviously, I there are swear. more. There's there's no way that they exclusively because first of all, if they're exclusively stocking Beetleborgs, they are way overstocking and they deserve to go out of business. Right. It like it's not even like a one. It's not even like if you only if you only had Marvel comics, that would be a bad investment if you only sold Marvel. Well, and even that that'd be better than the Beetleborgs because they're like that covers a lot of different titles. Right. Like, but, but just like, and, and years, this is a pretty like ongoing comic, like mm-hmm. pretty recent, not like it doesn't have the 50 year history that they do. Presumably. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Art's it, been doing this since he was in diapers, actually. He does look, yeah. I mean, he doesn't look young. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's, Stanley started when he was like 42 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. After the war, or I guess during the war. Um, no, it's, I said, I meant at the age 42, not 1942. No, I know. <laughs> Who was it? Or was it Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko that was uh, in the army during World War II as a scout and would draw? Uh, uh, like he, would, was, he was known for like drawing his really good fucking like layouts of what he was scouting out. Hang on. Uh, now I'm Ditko curious. Now I drew it. comics for an army newspaper in post-war Germany. 
Who did oh. what? Uh, Didco didn't graduate high school until 1945. So I don't think he would have been, he would have been under the age of 18. Mm. Unless he, <laughs> there were people unless he lied to get, well, no, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I meant, unless he, he lied about his age. And also don't look at his retcon story from whenever Simpsons started kind of going downhill, but like, it wasn't really that bad in comparison to what it is now. Because <laughs> Seymour Skinner was originally like, literally like a 14 year old in World War Two or oh, Vietnam yeah. or some shit. And uh, it had to be World War Two, I think so. That they, yeah, um, originally it would have been. It was and, Jack Kirby. And okay, okay, yeah, they retconned yeah, it, it where all of a sudden the real Skinner came back, and he was like a little bit older than Skinner, and yeah, turns out that he just like stole his fucking identity. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's great. It's the best kind of retcon, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the the kids are at the comic shop, and they're just like dicking around like uh josh and joe are having a game of uh they're arm wrestling i guess and, they're having like, a game of arm wrestle yeah they're having a game of arm wrestle as you do and they're josh handsies okay mm-hmm. josh turns invisible and somehow that defeats joe well, in arm wrestling because just... he he disappears for like a split second and it's whenever he makes his move because he disappears, uh, her arm goes down, he reappears. And okay. she's like, you, she can't see him make the move. She's thrown off by it. I think that's what it was going for. Okay. Because I, I was really trying to figure out... How he used invisibility to win an arm wrestling. Against right? the strongest like, person on the yeah. planet, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which, and she can't be mad, because if she's going to use her strength, he can use his invisibility. Right. And yeah. No, that's fair. Drew I'm assuming some that was an agreed-upon term. One would think... Drew makes some snide comment about not using your powers for. We're supposed like, to use he goes, a billion yeah. powers for a good reason. Which yeah. is an absolute fucking lie. And I'd, I only grew angrier with him as the episode went on for being. I couldn't be different. angry at him being mad at Josh, <laughs> mainly because they've never really gotten along. And now he's got to watch him like play handsies with his sister. It's but, nice that uh, that stayed consistent. Like that rivalry yeah. has been consistent. Because they kind of had like. Uh, almost a little bit of resolve in the past couple episodes, but like, fought together, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want him to misunderstand anything. He's like, I'll still throw down when throw down needs to be thrown. <laughs> right. Like I, they've like, they've come together to like face oh, facts. They have to work together as Beetleborgs. When it goes beyond mm-hmm. that, they're still kind of pissed at each other. And yeah. like the other thing they're pissed like- at is this. It's apparently the truck for the Beetleborgs comics. The delivery truck is late. And, Finally, it shows up, and the guy's like, there's police blockades and all this, like, roadblocks and everything. Like, what's going on? And they're like, what, what, the, the Magnivores popped out of the comics and sent a bunch of monsters out of the comics, and they destroyed the town. And he's like, right, sure. And, like, (laughs) I just noticed this, but the delivery truck is a Beetleborgs comic delivery truck. Yeah, he was exclusively delivering yeah. Beetleborgs. He is like a Beetleborgs, like art probably owned that fucking company that right. that shit. Like he's <laughs> he is publisher, writer, artist, et letterer. <laughs> we made a joke about him being the uh, the antagonist, but he's actually just the monopoly guy of the Beetleborgs <laughs> realm. So it Do actually not is. Do not collect two hundred dollars. And this, so this. Uh, it's hard to tell if this delivery guy is the worst possible human or is the victim of this story. Because but like 
he doesn't believe so, the kids, even though we know for a fact it's public knowledge that the Beetleborgs are they, heroes in the real world. And that they the didn't just have, have like a brief no news thing where it's like, oh no, for some reason there's been like an explosion in this location. It's like, no, there was a bitch videotaping these fucking dudes tearing up the town. Looking, they're watching the Beetleborgs fight. They know who the Beetleborgs are now. Like the world has to be aware. He can't like be ignorant to like one of the biggest developments in like local i'm sure nothing fucking happens in charterville what is there a new tournament at the dojo <laughs> i'm sorry like fucking get over it dude it happens yeah that's it's so <laughs> in retaliation to this damn and then like the him saying like okay Close like to. now you have to pay for this order of comics and they're like, uh, uh, we can't. We've been out of business like they, since they took comics. And he's like, I don't care. You have to pay, which is uh, fair. Well, he, they don't yeah. really say that they can't he's... pay. Roland says, my dad will send you a check next week. Right. And the guy's like, hey, listen, bud, your father hasn't paid me in like two months. Yeah, he says it behind by two pretty payments. fucked yeah. up. Like, they're going they're, out They're genuinely <laughs> exploiting him. <laughs> yeah. And, this is where we learned that they've been bastards. the true villains all along. <laughs> don't, don't get me started on the mousing around. These little bastards start going. Oh, this shit. is a hardworking American right here. He's trying to provide for his family, and these little shitlings are running him out of business because they can't run their own business. It's so they start mousing around. Which entails Drew uh, brain-powering the invoice away from the delivery yeah. guy and just, like, floating away. And the guy's Hypocrisy not... example number one, Drew. Right. <laughs> the, the guy's not reacting like it's, like, this weird magic thing. He's just reacting like, oh, God, I can't grip the thing. Like, it's not on the floor and keeps scooting away. It's in the air on a fish line. Uh-huh. Like, egregiously it's... floating away from him via magic. No, it's it's, it's got to be a draft. I'm telling you. <laughs> they what? open the front door, and a fucking <laughs> hurricane force wind blows the, <laughs> blows like, the invoice out of his hands, and he doesn't question it at all. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Roland is in the back, and he opens all the comic boxes <laughs> but, and stocks the shelves. A fully stocked shelf and empty boxes, and all of a sudden, everyone loses their minds. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. I swear it's not those about shows the comics, were empty. it's about the message. <laughs> like, I swear I'm like those shows were empty. delivering comics. And <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know, I'll just take my boxes. Oh, and they're empty, the boxes are empty, because they've been stocking. He's like, how did that happen? And they all laugh. And it's like, Ryan, I think you said, like, they're just, or Nick, maybe. You've committed like, theft. They're, they're gaslighting the shit out of this guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he goes, I'm seeing things. Up, like, telling him the reality isn't real. You don't know what you're perceiving. Get the fuck out of here. We don't want you here, fat man. Like, <laughs> gaslighting the, a man. Like I said, the him. fucking A-team should be coming through the door and kicking these kids' asses for the shit they're pulling on this guy. Like It's like, it's genuinely, it feels cruel. Like, yeah. I know we've had a few times where the kids do stuff, especially, like, even, like, two trip and van that just feels mm -hmm. unnecessarily like mean. Which we've all done stuff as kids that I feel like 
I, at least I don't know, maybe I'm normalizing something that I'm actually really fucked up for doing, but you know, we've all done things that we thought in retrospect as a, like as an adult, we thought, wow, that was a real well, dick move. Sure. Like to like, other, yeah. but like, like oh, man, yeah, that was, that was I, like just really fucked up what I did. Yeah. I, yep. I think we've all had 100%. that with like, especially dealing with other kids our age, like how yeah. they treat trip and van. I think, like, most people have probably had something like that. And Tripp and but, Van are yeah. always treating them like shit anyway. And yeah. they're usually kind of, like, harassing Heather, although that got flipped on its fucking head. Yeah. But, like, this guy... I mean, this is this is the family business that's being impacted, and this guy genuinely does need to get paid and will probably get reprimanded. Like, it's not his fault that, they're, that Roland's dad is behind on payments... Right, and they're first just like, you think, oh man, like yeah, it really sucks that they got hit by this, and this guy's an asshole for not believing it. And but then it's like, all right, what are you expecting them to do whenever you literally aren't paying them for their services? Like, yeah, like, he's gonna ask you for the dude. money. I mean, we're dealing <laughs> like that you owe him. This is like a crazily <laughs> realistic problem because comic shops have like diamond cut delivery of comics. They cut shipment of comics and distribution even digitally for like mm-hmm. a month and a half. So, like, DC reacted by not distributing through Diamond anymore, but a bunch of comic shops just were not getting the big item comics for weeks, even if they were allowed to be open during, like, the the actual harsher shutdown time. And, like, they're not going to go harass the delivery guy when he hands them an invoice. <laughs> like, it's, right. it's a... Like, this is a more, you know, everyone is obviously aware of what's going on right now and gets that everyone's struggling. But it's, I don't know. It it feels even more, like, uh, inappropriate now concerning comic shops are actually going out of business and struggling with getting deliveries in. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, like, a, such a weird thing. And then to go from that to the catacombs where they have a... The Magnivores are throwing darts into an image of Shadowborg uh-huh. cut out and put, <laughs> yeah. which presumably they drew a a very nice portrait of Shadowborg, wrote in just kindergarten lettering Shadowborg Shadow Gorg. It's not. It's a G, not it, a B. It's not. They didn't try. <laughs> it just didn't. It's Shadow Gorg. And then they're throwing they darts didn't pass at it. Arithmetic, okay? Yeah, and Typhus is pretty good at darts because he get dead center in the in the middle of Shadowborg, and then Shadowborg walks well, out. Typhus is, is a fucking beast. Like, yeah, I mean, literally. And Shadowborg walks yeah. out like his hand on his pistol, like I'm about to commit a war crime. Like, come here. <laughs> he, he's looking like an American soldier in Iraq. That's right. I said it. If you get mad at that, yeah. maybe hold your fellows accountable, and if I was they gonna, get cleared of their fucking charges, maybe do something about it. I, I was going to say a private contractor in Portland, but... Uh, Ooh, it's <laughs> like a private contractor in Portland! <laughs> or the police in Portland! Or anywhere! Or anybody with... Not anybody with... That's actually an unfair generalization. Uh, <laughs> uh, or any unhinged person with a gun! <laughs> Yeah, the anti-maskers taking over courthouses that never got in trouble. 
Uh, I am loving the fact that people are making like masks with anti-mask sentiments printed oh, on perfect. them and the fuckers are wearing it. Like, I said from the beginning that right ahead. If, if Trump or the GOP had come out and made just MAGA masks, this would right? not be a problem. Because oh, like they'd be so driven by their merchant merchandising ways. <laughs> right. That they would ignore they it. They're sticking it to us by wearing this mask. Yes. Yes. Own the libs by stopping a pandemic. <laughs> do it though. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Stop us. I'm begging you. God. Fuck. But yeah. Fucking Shadowborg walks out and uh Jara like lunges at him with a force because they're just they're tired of Shadowborg <laughs> taking the glory. And they're like at their boiling point, man. They are the Shadowborg is like whenever you have that one friend that's like a real asshole, but for some reason your mom just like sees something in him and so she like cares for him a whole bunch invites him to and everything. like he moves in with you and she treats him better than she treated you and you're like what the fuck is happening here i didn't do half the fucked up shit he's done and it's like you know one of those situations it's rough and it's rough buddy yeah and yeah. like so they're like calling him a bully and getting mad and vexor comes in because daddy's got to break up the kids fighting and he's like, he does it silence. And the, they do literally the, he started it. She started it. She was picking on me. I'm not touching her. No, 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 no. And uh, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not the best part of no, the movie slash it, episodes. <laughs> it's fine when the Magnivores are doing it, but I hate that Shadowborg, like, I guess went down to their level. Like, before, he's mm -hmm. always been, like, they're pissed at him because he's taking the limelight, but he's rightfully taking the limelight because he's actually causing the only one damage. who's done anything! <laughs> yeah, and, like, so it makes sense that they're pissed at him, but what doesn't make sense is, is Vexor popping in the room and Shadowborg going, they were starting a fight with me. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, you don't even have to say that. Like, you just... His reaction should be like a full Starscream turn and just go, uh -huh. oh, my lord, Vexor. Like, <laughs> right. Because that's his whole it, gimmick is he's like painfully loyal. Uh, I don't know. This scene just kind of like bugs me because like the, it makes it feel like a sibling rivalry between all of them. Mm -hmm. And like Shadowborg's been such a like omnipotent, powerful, evil force until his batteries drain. But that's yeah, until the Duracells run out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. He got the rechargeables. You gotta plug him in oh, overnight. Damn! You're yeah. Ooh, man, so... they, his mom shelled up for the rechargeables? Mm -hmm. Shit. So, yep. Speaking of batteries, did you guys ever see that uh, there's... I forget what country. I think it's like a UK-British thing um, where... They don't have the Energizer bunny. They have whatever brand bunny like some completely different band brand and the bunny is like it looks like kind of like the first iteration of sonic kind of creepy uh the, from the sonic yeah. movie i want to say that was like uh terrifying. is it like abu dhabi or something <laughs> it was something weird that like oh yeah uh, lord yeah i know what you're talking about but i cannot think of the brand oh, name the or what Dur duracell had a bunny was it no, Dur oh, duracell it's a had nightmare a but there there's a different bunny. I think it might have been the Duracell one. It I'm just kept a Duracell up. Duracell bunny. I'm seeing an energy energizer bunny. 
I think it might have been Duracell, and it stayed I'm up seeing for longer. A, in other an Amazon.co.uk uh, listing for a vibrator. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> why that's in here with these pictures of rabbits? All right. Because a <laughs> vibrating jackrabbit is a type of vibrator, and it probably comes with Duracell batteries. The more you know. It just says silicone vibration ring. It was hmm. the Duracell bunny. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that thing looks okay. fucking awful. I was right. Like, yeah. yeah, it's Duracell. It's crazy that they both had pink bunny mascots. Well, I'm pretty it, sure the Energizer one came first. But that's so egregious. Welcome <laughs> to our new podcast where we yep. discuss <laughs> battery mascots. <laughs> yeah. Just nothing but battery mascots all the time. All right. So uh, fun fact, whenever... Uh, uh, they came out with the new lipos, right? They got all got away from the nickel metal hydrides. They slightly changed the mascot a little bit. Instead of being a, uh, a, a anthropomorphic uh, mushroom with a giant <gasps> dick, you know, as a little double entendre, they subtly oh changed it. Now he was an anthropomorphic slime fungus with the dick. It, it was the subtlest change. Duracell's bunny is 15 years older than and the Energizer bunny. How? Holy hell. Duracell Duracell's bunny first appeared in 1973. The Energizer one was in October of 90 or 88. See, is it like the same exact bunny though because this is a computer generated bunny. So like I feel like it's kind of like going back to Oswald the Rabbit versus like uh uh Mickey Mouse, you know, like Yeah. I don't know. That's that's pretty I mean, they're both pink fuzzy bunnies with batteries. That's a pretty... Yeah, but one of them doesn't look fucking awful. It has sunglasses well, and right. beats a drum. It's cool. Right. It, it doesn't make you uncomfortable like uh, it's well, one's meant to be like furry girlfriends. Yeah, one's meant to be a, wind, a wind-up toy, and the other one looks like it may have kidnapped your child from the park. But, yeah. <laughs> Six to one, <laughs> half a dozen. somebody one. I mean, it's a really early 70s design. That is for damn sure. Yeah. Is Duracell an American company? I don't think they are. Oh, uh, hell if I know. They're not. <laughs> They're Swiss. I, ba- batteries are usually not our <laughs> territory. <laughs> we don't have a lot of lithium to buy deposits. Uh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of not territory, hey, we should kind of go in now. Other countries, if you have uh, lithium deposits in your place and they harvest it for batteries, let us know. We'll gladly support hey, your brand and probably perpetuate problems because I feel uh, like that'd probably be a problem. American. Yeah, that one. Okay, that one. I feel like it's some like bit. African or Australian mm, people getting right. fucked because of mining rights. That's usually yeah, what happens. something like that. that tends that's, to yeah, that's usually how it how it tends to go. Mm-hmm. I was, I was wrong, by the way. They are American. Anyway, uh, yeah, anyway. so of, off the topic of our new uh, Duracell-related podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> speaking of violating rights, we uh, we cut to the hospital. Cut to the hospital. Heather's in the hospital, and she's asking what, how long she's going to take to get this cast off. How long have I and, got, Doc? <laughs> I'll be honest, van. it's two, maybe seven. <laughs> oh, God. 
Truman <laughs> Van are dressed up. For, one of them, I can't remember who is who, but Van. one of them. Van is the one dressed up like a doctor because okay. she says Van because I didn't think it was one of them until she said Van. I thought it was Josh, to be perfectly right. honest. She fucking and, got, yeah, I actually thought it was Josh too for a second. Don't know why because Trip is sitting in a wheelchair right next to him. Yeah. Trip's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Trip to me. I thought he was like some other guy at first. I don't know. I really didn't think they were Trip and Van. Mm. I don't She was way too happy. Maybe that's what threw me off. Yeah, it's the it's fa- weird the fact that, that she like laughed real... and went, "Oh, Van, you're a cut up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he makes a and couple I, puns, uh, like cutting puns. Yeah, he, like, he's he's talking to the doctor. He's got a bone. Write a note saying it was Freddy Krueger in my dreams. Or sawbucks. That was uh, a, <laughs> yeah. He has a he has a bone saw in his hand and he's making jokes about. <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. It just feels weird because they're not the good guys. I don't know. It's so weird no. to see them like humanized i guess well it's kind of like uh because now uh actually this is an ideal time for our kind viewers to uh be uh forcibly plugged for another thing um i don't even know how to recommend i don't know who does it what the website's on but cameron cameron would know better oh yeah Uh, i'll pull it up the powering so there's this fan comic that's only got two issues out right now but it is fan fucking tastic in my opinion it's power rangers crossed over with freddy krueger at first yeah it's it's, then crossed over with uh friday the 13th and then crossed over with fucking uh, which common writer is it stronger or v3 it's, it's common writer Black RX. Black, Black, yeah. But it's, Black uh, it's Mask Rider in, in Saban yeah. language. And it's it's um, the website is mmprvsfk.com. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Freddy Krueger. And the Power the comic, the fan comic is called Power Rangers A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh there's two issues out right now. The second issue is almost fully colored, and issue three is in the works right now. Um, it's pretty damn funny, dude. It's real and it's it's really it good. It's so genuinely good. like it's very clearly made from genuine fans of these yes. like war classics and also uh, genuine fans like, of Power Rangers. Oh my god, it like I didn't expect to go into like Cameron underplayed it. Like I thought it was a pretty <laughs> cool thing when he just sent the cover of the first one or whatever and it it looked like it was just like some fan art or something. And I was like, Oh my God, that'd be awesome. And then he was like, Oh, it's a real fan comic. And I lost my shit. And he told me a little bit about it. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like what's the worst thing going to happen? I mean, Dragon Ball multiverse has been, that's not really a crossover, but like that's the biggest fan comic kind of thing I can think of that mm-hmm. I've have some experience with like, that's been going on for a while. It's got nothing compared to this. Like, Holy shit. It just like, first of all, Freddie, he makes so before in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, he'd make pop culture references, of course, because he's killing teens and he's relating to their fear. Like, it, if a serial killer fucking like popped out of a doorway and said, It's Britney bitch to you, are you saying you would not lose your shit? Like, it, so it's it's like that, but translated for the 90s, like everything's fucking 90s, and it, he. They're swearing. You get to see fucking Rita Repulsa and Zed fucking deal with Freddy Krueger. It it is nuts. It gets really real really fast. But like, holy shit, guys! I didn't mean to go off on such a gush about it. But like, it was right now, it's ended off where they just introduced um, Master Rider and uh, who are the other Sentai that showed up uh, with them? It's the the Sentai is Kakuranger, which is the the ninja sentai and it's mm-hmm. it's the uh alien rangers in power rangers yeah um 
because it's like between seasons two and three, I think, of Power Rangers. But yeah, so it's it's written by Stephen Harbour. The artist is Silva Morris, um, and it, the colors are by James Zark. Um, and it's really good. Yeah, mmprvsfk.com to check it out. They're you know they're just yeah. posted on the website for free to read. Um, you know, follow them on social media and stuff. They've got their their DeviantArt links and stuff, and their about page. Uh, but it's it's really good and really fun and like well written. The art's really good, and yeah, that's our that's our plug for today. And if anyone has a friend like Cameron who has encyclopedic knowledge on this bullshit, uh, and any time <laughs> like your friend group might mention it to him, and he finally has a chance to unload, I mean, it's very relatable in that regard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of relatable, Josh and Drew are walking into the hospital at the same time where with the exact same flowers to go meet Heather because they both want to give her a ride home, presumably on their bikes. I don't know if Josh, have we seen Josh have a bike? Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just ask if we've uh, seen are you Josh? Serious? Have oh, God damn it. Yes. Dude, okay, he's, sorry. He, he came here from the fucking say, X games, bro. Like... Obviously go with Josh because he's going to do like some six swerves on it. He right. might slightly right. drift a little he's bit. He's got the into the sunset on that thing. Dude. Take my beetle bro card. Dude, saying, does he even have a bike? Get the fuck out of here. You're, you're barred fucking from the show podcast. Have you been watching. <laughs> yeah. Kick the fucking host out. Uh, <laughs> well, then we like we walk fucking in. We're taking the server over. <laughs> Station a coup. <laughs> well, we are American after all. It is what we do. It is our. It is our uh, mantra. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Because after we stage the coup, it's all gonna fall apart because we don't have any real plan after that. Yeah. Thanks, Daddy Elon. Uh. Oh. <laughs> and. So Josh, anyway. Josh and Drew are going to go into the hospital room, but Trip and Van are already in there schmoozing her with their wheelchair skills. And Dude. they turn yeah, around. She's riding on their laps in the wheelchair, yeah. like fucking having the time of her life. It doesn't she still have the cast on too? Yes. Yeah, she like does. She, the doctor still isn't there. It's like after four o'clock and the fucking doctor and, isn't there yet. Trip and Van paid I mean, off well. the doctor. He's not he's never <laughs> coming. <laughs> oh, right, uh, he's not gonna get there because it's JD I mean, from Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crossover episode. They just <laughs> they just Mom, drop no the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh man, that was better than what I said. <laughs> Fucking uh, Flabber is in the sunflower. It's like a sunflower. He's in the flower face, or in the like the in the flower. And talking to Josh and Drew, like, you guys gotta hurry. Hey, guys. Vexor's in the parlor. And they're like, in the parlor? Vexor? And then we cut to... Hard cut. Yeah, hard (laughs) cut to the parlor. And Flabber is about to throw the fuck down. He is, like, all about defending his home. He's fucking... He's ready to go. Well, he's on his home turf, so he's got that confidence. This Mm -hmm. proves that Flabber originally came from Texas because he is standing his ground. Yeah. Well, so we open on in that hard cut with a a (laughs) sketch from art of Vexor and Flabber staring each other down, and then he puts the the sketch pad down, and Flabber has the best line. He has... uh, First he goes... (laughs) He goes, Before you were a gleam in Art Fortune's eye... (laughs) Before the ink was dry on the first comic book, 
I was Master Phasm of the Seventh Dimension. Right. We get Flabber backstory. Yeah. Just so, like the slightest suckling of like just a, a tiny, teeny, teeny little <laughs> yep. bit. And he teleports it's like around. Like sprinkling the salt. Yeah. He spins around and he hits Vexor a couple times and then he's in like a Rocky Balboa <laughs> robe. No, no, no. It's, it's not a Rocky Balboa robe. robe. No, it's not it's a Rocky not. Balboa it's, robe. But he's, he's in a. It's not even spinning around. He's full on doing a Tasmanian tiger, Taz the Tasmanian tiger vortex um, around. Tasmanian. You can eat my ass. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll probably say it at least three more times before the end of this. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning with a Facebook message from Ryan saying, eat my ass. It's probably. It'll happen. happen. We all will. They're like, oh, God, it's 4 a.m. What the fuck is it? Oh, it's Ryan. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. The clock is ticking. My Facebook messenger says I should eat ass. What the fuck? Because <laughs> every day is the worst day ever. Man. Na, na, what 2002 na. show is this? The fucking <laughs> song for? <laughs> That's honestly like the best I've sung. Simple plan. Yeah, that was, that was that was what I was feeling. Um, getting that uh, what's new Scooby Doo vibe, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. By the way, the best uh, song new plug. Uh, what's new Scooby Doo? <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> series, and it's on Netflix now. <laughs> it is. Uh, what's new Scooby Doo and Mystery Incorporated? Uh, yep. Both the, of them. The two best Scooby Doo iterations. Uh, I really am. I have a hard time deciding yeah, which favorite. one's better because uh, what's new Scooby Doo has a lot more. But, like, Mystery Incorporated has so much plot and so right. much more, like, heavy shit to it. It's not as episodic as What's New Scooby-Doo no. is. But it doesn't have I just watched What's, what's new, new, like, every night when I was a kid, so it's mm -hmm. just, I have a bias. Right. Well, <laughs> and I have a bias for the original, because that's what I always watched on fucking Boomerang. Yeah. That is what uh, I watched on Boomerang as well. I just didn't watch it every day. Because it yeah. wasn't, like, actively out as, yeah. like, at that time. It, so flabber is like pops out he's got this uh this rope uh golden purple robe on says raging flab on the back uh which we'll probably sadly <laughs> never see again references get so good and it's always flabber he's my favorite yeah and he's got these big boxing gloves on oh. and he decks vexor and it just does nothing and it's he like puts the fear of God in him, and it just—he's hitting him the whole time. He's spinning around him yeah. too, like they have little like smack effects. And then he gets down, and then he does some like heavy body blows, and he's like, "Ah, let me at him, let me at him." And and, and it's just—it's really pathetic. And Vexor is just completely nonplussed. <laughs> yeah, so, and Vexor's like, "I'm not fails. in comics. You're you're no face. You're yeah. no." Uh, you're you no can't face me. me. You're no match for me. Mm -hmm. All the yeah. monsters come out just ready to brawl. And it's like, okay, right. we're going to get a cool fight. And Vexor no. lightnings all no. of them. It's, he absolutely dude, I'm Darth you, Sidious is the I shit. I am telling you, I swear to God, some of the people who did the special effects had to have also worked at Industrial Light and Magic slash Lucasfilm slash whatever yeah. to get involved because it, he, it, multiple it's times, it's we the same. up seeing, like... It's unlimited power, and we also see it from fucking Noxious, Nox, Noxic later yep. on. Uh, and Vexor does—he does the fucking whenever Palpatine jumps over his desk and spins, like he has yep. this 
It's like that combined with Voldemort from the first Harry Potter movie when he in the Forbidden Forest when he just kind of glides up to Harry. Well, and then yep. uh, he it's this lightning move some doesn't of the like from Next Generation too, which mm-hmm. I guess stands to reason because Industrial Light yeah. Magic also yeah. did that, <laughs> right? Well, like so, it doesn't hurt the monsters. What it does is they all start like barking and yipping, kind of like wolf yeah. become. Wolfie hive mind. <laughs> the best head cannon. The only head it's, cannon. The it's only mine. cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then the kids come running in, and Vector turns around, and they're like ready to fight, and he just goes, Three o'clock after school, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> and then it's, what's what the hell? From SpongeBob, I'm I was about to say. <laughs> Uh, it's such a weird, like, he says <laughs> verbatim. Vexter's gonna kick my kick butt! My butt. <laughs> oh, I talked all uh, about that to him, Spongebob. See, he's from a different school. And when he says he's gonna kick your butt, it really means he wants to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hard cut to Vexor just kicking just the shit the out of him. Like, as children, not even trans. Transform. They can't transform. He's, he bitch slapped the transformation Tarantino. out of him. It's, yeah, like it, it's fucking uh, riddling it, them. He's like, a, was it Mr. Orange who cut the ear off? Uh, no, Mr. Orange was the cop that was shot in the stomach. Oh, okay, Mr. Orange was getting his ear cut uh, off, right? I think it was Mr. No, Black. No, Mr. Black yeah, that was cutting. Cop was it, the one that, he was cutting the, cop the cop was Tim Roth, off. wasn't it? Yes. There okay, was also yeah, a was the pl- there was like a the regular time. uniformed cop that Mr. Black kidnapped. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was cutting his ear off to fucking Steeler's wheel. Dang yeah. it. Dang it. <laughs> and no, thus I can I, can't hear I and every other Tarantino fan on earth can't hear that song without seeing oh yeah that fucking dance dude well it's it's either because i somehow between all the horror movies that my dad had me watch and not just the horror movies the stuff with explicit sexual content like uh animal house which is uh pretty like without a context of a civilized world it can lead to some wrong uh learnings you know, I like, you know, maybe it's okay to spy on women when they change, like put secret cameras hidden in their rooms. You don't care. Maybe dress up like Darth Vader and they think you're somebody else and you basically rape them. So like, you know, whatever, it's cool, whatever. It's the eighties. But, uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, what was I talking about? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, let's let's Cameron's like burn through back we've, to the episode. We've got some like you useless. We got some like <laughs> useless okay, we're stuff. We're doing our first two parter. <laughs> we've got some like useless stuff until we get to the cool fight. So Vector turns around, threatens the yeah. kids, tells them that they they got until three o'clock the next day after school to fight, or presumably the next day, unless this is the morning. Yep. It's unclear. And yeah, yeah, uh, they no, have until it's, tomorrow it's, at three o'clock to get him his motherfucking no, money it, before he comes and lays pipe on him. It's in the evening, I'm pretty sure, because they clearly showed the clock whenever Heather's at the hospital, and oh, it right, says right. that it's like, it's. I think it's around four o'clock, and yeah, because uh, they went after school. Yeah, and uh, so I, she got a ride home in Trippin' Van's limo. She's. They were like, "Hey, you want to ride home on our limo?" And she's like, "Sure, I want to get finger blasted in the limo." I'm like, that's not what we said, but okay. But actually, it was like the opposite of that because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's they, what they heard. 
Yeah. 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 And that's then, what they heard. So we, we, we cut from that to, uh, this confuses me, but we cut to Charterville Elementary School. Yeah. Buddy. Um, I guess that lines up or like they're, how old are they? They're 12. I don't know. Is that I not guess middle school? I think they're supposed 11, to be 13. 12. Is that not middle school? I mean, school? Josh seems clearly 13 at least. Because I was 12 in like, yeah, I think 12 sixth to grade. 13 would have been sixth grade for us. But also not every school is divided like that. I know this True. is America, so like typically, but I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know. That's it, a question you could have asked Gabe Torres, huh? Uh, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> But it, maybe if so I was on the interview, I would have thought you of bastard. it. Bastard! <laughs> look, look how terrible he is. <laughs> oh, look at the wee baby! I'm so cute. Where's your mommy? <laughs> we actually get some like really good shots of them in school watching the clock as it ticks from like panicking. Yeah, like 10 a.m. to noon. It to was noon. so cool. They were all having like pretty existential anxiety like crises. It, it's like whenever you so imagine I don't I I didn't have this luxury in high school, but I did have it uh beforehand. Uh it, whenever one of your parents doesn't work at the school, um, but you know that like the school called them or sent them something <laughs> like, you know, that there's trouble waiting for you at home. So you just have to go through the day with that anxiety and you know, you're just like, Oh my God, it's going to be shit when I, I can't even enjoy anything right now because I just know like I should enjoy the time before I'm punished, but I can't because it, it's going to be, be like my parents know what are they going to do? Yeah. And it's exactly um, that because Daddy Vexor is going to get them. And, he's going to spank them. Yeah. And uh. we, we cut from, they, they all go to their lockers, they get their bags. No, he's going to fucking call Timber on them with a <laughs> fucking lumberjack. We get this really cool shot Shit. of like, like uh, uh, the clock, but it's like, uh, it's just the numbers over like the camera lens. It, it is a clock star wipe. Yeah. It is the and clock version of a star wipe. Yeah. It's like looking through the back of the clock to the kids in the hallway. And it's a pretty cool little star wide transition um, for what we're used to. Anyway, don't say pretty cool and call it a star wide. <laughs> okay. We address what it is in one and call it cool in another fair. <laughs> and then they're going to look bad camera. <laughs> they're out in like uh, they're off next to a river or a Creek and they just like run out to like the sandbar really and they nice just shot. yell, Let's Borg. And then we get that weird Animorphs transformation and not the comic oh. book armor one. And for Josh, it, it looks painful. It's exceptionally it's so disgusting. Jarring. I don't know why. It's ah. so jarring. And I said this during the episode, but it literally, I never get used to it. It, it does it. Like Joe, Joe's face started to morph and all I could just, I just uh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, like triggers like people who have like tryptophobia uh, or thaslophobia, mm. like it just triggers something viscerally. Why does it wrong inside of you? Huh? The lassophobia? Thaslof whatever. I shut up. One of those. Eat my ass. That's the fear of open water, but okay. <laughs> well, they're, they're right next like, to a lake. Never ending water, not just water. It's like depths. It's like that river might like be really that. deep. We don't know. Like it, it it's still a very gross skin crawly terrifying yeah. feel like <laughs> but it's so they they say like let's give them the final battle which seems like not something they should just say 
and then the Magnivores come up, and we actually get a fight <laughs> they, with they the Magnivores. They come out and they go, let's end this movie. We've got nine minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a Borg, you're a Borg all the way. From your first Beetle Bond to your last living day. Yeah. And we get... <laughs> it, it sucks a little bit because it always felt like in this, in, in the Beetleborgs version, oh, that Shadowborgs... Shadowborg's final battle should be with Josh because they're meant to be polar opposites. Yeah, they're yin and yang. Right. Yeah, but it's it's with Drew and like we know now Flabber and Art told them that they're yin and yangs and when the Shadowborg gets defeated the the Blasterborg powers go away. Mhm. And right. So and they like but we but as we get into that fight though, we do get another really good new addition we get a uh we get a new uh like comic fight panel yeah. transition they're with like actual song counter went up too yeah song counter shot it up does. to 35 and yeah we get like a weird like it's the comic transition but all the panels are like have like a fire border around them uh and there's like which we've seen kind of panel ones before uh-huh. but not yeah. like this yet. This one actually it's has different. like a page. They're all blank well. pages. The only thing are the panels with the action. It's not like before where there'd be like some like, you know, dotted comic book print background. Right. It it was right. like full on these it was like they were actually like being recorded into a comic as they were happening which was a nice little like antithesis to what we've seen so far, which mm-hmm. is like we're reading a comic book because that's what it is. It's literally the creator is like making the story in real life. Yeah. And so, uh, Drew, uh, sorry, Joe Roland and Josh are fighting the three Magnavores and they're, they're doing really well until Josh starts getting his ass kicked because Shadowborg <laughs> is getting his ass kicked. And it's like, yeah, oh, that sucks. Uh, but then Drew starts losing to Shadowborg, and we get some we, some really good Shadowborg Japanese footage. Starts fucking clapping mm-hmm. back yeah. at him. Like, we get some, most of yeah. the Shadowborg is like most of the Shadowborg fight. I would say is Japanese footage. Oh yeah, like ninety five percent. Yeah, and we get some good battle Any damage of the shots that of both doesn't of those have suits. Josh is probably Japanese footage. Yes, in yeah. this part. That's what I, I'm pretty sure it's all of it. Yeah, and. <laughs> Like Josh starts, his powers are fading in and out, and you can see him through the suit. And he's like, "Okay, well, this must mean that Drew's doing good." We see Drew get just blasted, and he turns around and just immediately Drew gets we shoot. shot in the chest. Yeah, like, yeah. Just... and it immediately transitions to the normally don't get steam so scene of of him just getting just diesel punked <laughs> together. And it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And they install yeah. like eight fog machines on his costume alone. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. And it's uh, uh, someone on, on Facebook commented on, on one of the uh, pictures of this and said that when they were a kid, they could smell the exhaust through the television when this board came on. And it, yeah, it's flat out like the ozone layer depleted specifically because of this power up. And uh, fun fact that <laughs> I didn't realize... Um, this is the first, like, battleizer power-up that was in a Saban show. Power Rangers hadn't had, like, a, like, the Red Ranger didn't have a power-up until, um, the season after the one that was going on during, uh, Beetleborgs. So, this was, like, the first time Saban had a a hero with a power-up armor. 
uh, that came on. That wasn't just the Green Ranger with a shield or the White Ranger with a shield. It wasn't right. a preset thing that he could give to somebody else. And yeah, he, he Drew just blasts the shit out of Shadowborg, and that's that. Josh's armor floats away. He tries to beetle bond or uh, tries to beetle bonder beetle blast back blast yeah and it doesn't yeah. work and they're like all right well that must mean that the job's finished oh wait we got to take care of these jokers and they go after the and magnivores this is where things oh god <laughs> interesting doesn't even cover it no and so we, we transition back to japanese footage and as they start to charge together to fight the magnivores Vexor's lightning just blasts them all apart. Vexor Jesus appears. And, yeah, he, he and descends. And it's actually a pretty cool shot because I think, like, during the shooting for the Japanese footage for it, there was, like, a storm getting ready to roll in. So yeah. there's already, like, storm clouds and the sky is just dark behind him. Yeah, and he just descends onto this hillside above all of them looming over and then Palpatine just flies <laughs> down. <Damn it>. Boom! <laughs> yeah, he just levitates down towards treason. them while lightning striking them and like they're getting their asses handed to them. They've all got battle damage now on their suits. They all pull out their beetle battler weapons. Josh is in a corner in a completely different seat setting cheering them on. <laughs> He, I said it during the episode too. He looks like Hiccup, giving the thumbs yeah. up to like Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon from Behind the Rock. Like, yeah. It's the best. He's all, yeah. <laughs> and then, all right, guys, I believe in power of friendship. You're awesome. I love you. We get possibly, ow, we get possibly <laughs> Ryan's favorite scene from the entire oh show God. so far. So uh, it, everybody. Are, 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 are we ready to describe it? Yeah, you uh, go for it. So yeah, you take this. Basically, one, <laughs> everybody decides that they need to pull a Pornhub, and uh, Papa Vexor is their stepdad who is now stuck in the dryer. So they gonna, all gonna go, admit, not where I thought he'd take it. <laughs> I live to defy expectation. <laughs> <laughs> You think I'll zig, then I'm going to zag. I'm gonna zag. You think I'll go up? I'm going to go down. You think that I'm going to exist? I'm just going to... The party with God cannot be connected. Please have not been trying again. <coughs> so anyway... <laughs> Yeah, they, they all just uh, pull a, uh, oops, step bro, uh, I'm stuck, and fucking gangbang uh, uh, Vexor with all their weapons. They like bear they, hug the dog shit. They just, it's like a fucking magnet is attached to them. They, they just like fall, it's boom. It's so odd. In. It's, they give them a big old daddy hug. And, and he uh, pulls them like, into it. Yeah, he's like, oh, was it? my beetle okay, children. Like, <laughs> Like, I, they're all like, they are, they're all in like a big bear hug because like they, they do that. They go, you know, whatever, attack them. And he, it, so <laughs> basically uh, they what they did is, um, they all lock so their legs. <laughs> they, they, it's, oh man, I, it's so, okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Two different footage, like, overlaid with each other and edited together. 
like I think one footage is of all them hugging and like quote unquote falling down. And then there's the other footage of the explosion that they cut in like at around the same time, because uh-huh. of course you can't just have the explosion right there where they are. Cause that's the how they disappear. Cut. They just fall over and explode. Right. right? And, and he's gone into and a massive fireball. Right. <laughs> and and over the so whole screen. It, it's so weird because it looks like they're falling as if somebody took the image in Photoshop and frame by frame, just kind of like <laughs> they keep framed it to fall side. over. <laughs> and it, cause it doesn't look like a natural falling over their bodies. No. Aren't moving. There's no sway. There's no gravity. You don't feel the weight of anything. They just kind of like don't move. They like they don't like buckle at the knee or anything. They and they don't, don't even make it down. fully horizontal. They get to where they're about like 30 to 20 degrees off the ground and then they just straight up clip out, and that is probably like half a frame before the explosion comes in. So they just like disappear in the blink of an eye, and then like in the other blink, the flames appear, and it is very it's noticeable. It's jarring. It's 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 just in line with the spirit of Beetleborgs, and I gotta tell you, I loved every second of it, and I'm commissioning oh, man. for pure exposure to make that gif. <laughs> And it doesn't. We don't even get to enjoy that because they they stand back up. They it didn't kill them, but they think Vexor. Yeah, gone. they're just like, oh yeah, all yeah. right, cool. I guess and they've we got, did it. They've got scars and scratches all over their suits. It looks really cool. It's like a scene out of Saving mm-hmm. Private Ryan because they stand up and it's all foggy and there's just flames right. everywhere. And then oh yeah, you made the comparison earlier, Nick, of whenever uh, they were finding <laughs> the, the the damage that was shared between Josh uh, and the Shadow. It was Shadowboard getting lit up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, was, he, was like, uh, he was getting hurt when Josh was too, and it, it straight up looked like it. If if he they was had getting cut shot with a Tommy Tom gun Hanks, from off screen, it looks like Tom Hanks with a fucking pistol is just like on the other side of the shot, just like uh, at the end of blasted him. <laughs> it was so good. I loved it so much. Oh, uh, that was my favorite comparison in the whole episode. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, uh, it was so perfect. Mm. But uh, and, like so. lightning strikes when they stand back up and the ground mm. cracks around them. Oh my god, and then the giant Goku, I mean Vexor appears <laughs> in the sky. And <laughs> it his mouth has like a You did it, Vexor. <laughs> you gather the Dragon Balls as he talks. <laughs> There's like a little volume control modulator <laughs> light on his yeah oh it's on beautiful. his like middle of his it, mouth. It's like your uh, early two thousands Windows Media Player uh, screensaver setting mm-hmm. thing. Perfect and equalizer. He's like, you know, I'll get you next time. And they're like, any place, any time, we'll be ready. And we just hard cut back to Hillhurst like that didn't. But just not happen. before he, uh, not before a gigantic hand descends oh, and right. scoops up the Magnavores right. as well. Yeah. yeah. They're God. like, ooh, ooh, or, ooh, ooh, da- uh, Papa Vex, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my, OMG, grr, arr. I make pasta. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the army recruiters. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, Maybe ooh, war crimes. Um, <laughs> so then we yeah we hard cut back to uh i mean what are war crimes compared to a paid education i mean where else could you get that in the world uh no i don't 
I don't know. It's don't, it just doesn't of. happen. <laughs> it's unheard of. Not in this <laughs> civilized country. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut it right now. Shut it. Art, Art's coming downstairs. He's got his sketch pad, all his papers together. And uh, he's like, I gotta go, you know thank you guys so much and they're like thank you like you did everything and he's like no like it was really sweet yeah it's really sweet and then the monsters walk over and he walks over and slowly hands them each a paper well they look like they're gonna attack him <laughs> yeah they do their normal snarls rawr, rawr. and then he hands them the drawing of he hands wolfie a drawing and he's like oh here and then he starts passing them out and they're all like oh all right well maybe this guy's dick is worth sucking yeah they're all caricatures character portraits of each of the monsters and they're adorable well done. and they're all they're so good. happy and they're complimenting each other and like frankie's like me handsome and mom's mm-hmm. like you sure and he goes, are. you sure are, are frankie he said he just holds it up next to him and said me handsome and it's like man nothing makes your heart melt more it's you so go king <laughs> right and then yeah art's like you know i gotta leave and he starts talking to Josh about, like, are you going to miss being a superhero? And he's like, yeah, I guess. And it's like, Ugh. bro, we've already had this conversation. You gave it up last week or, like, right. two weeks ago or whenever it was. Like, And if they had developed that at all, sure. Because it's not like the fact, like, oh, yeah, it's realistic that he could have come to terms with it to some degree. And, like, maybe the, the fear of him losing the power actually made him want it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't realize how much he liked it. But they didn't play on any of it. They didn't develop any of it. They just, like had him be regretful for no reason they could yeah. have easily thrown in a line here or there about him like maybe coming to terms with the powers instead of he was literally forced into it he didn't, didn't want, want to like no it. seriously i just want to be a normal guy i even after like you convinced me to try it out and i'm still like i don't know i don't think i want to do it and you're like oh no you gotta do it because you're gonna like fucking i don't know dude fix our mistakes because we're not adults and he's like yeah i don't know dude just let me fucking ride my bike, bitch. Oh, the, the I want to do my three, skirt move. The other three, <laughs> like, this was their, their wish. This was their dream was to become Beetleborgs. And they opted Josh into it. Right. And as annoying as Josh is, like, he literally I'm didn't sign up for this. For yeah. yeah. And it, it's it feels like this this whole scene of Art leaving and talking to Josh... It it felt like what they intended it to be was character development and closer closure for Josh's character because we're never going to see yeah. that kid again. What no, it feels what? like, or what it actually is, is closure. Pretty sure this movie is his only acting credit. Yeah, and like what it actually is is closure for Art Fortune. He went on to be a political advisor to uh, Donald Trump. Oof. Oh. D. Um, highly possible though anymore. I don't really know. Oh God, yeah, uh, fucking God. anything's possible. Yeah. When you think about Zeus. Oof. And like, <laughs> yeah, I, this was like really good, a really good um ending for now for Art. Yeah. Uh, it closed leave. up the overarching storyline that he was tied up in. Yeah, because like when he yeah. first got brought in, he was reluctant and didn't want to help, and then he started making. He figured out he could make his comic characters and weapons a reality. And he was right. super into it, and he loves Flabber. Like mm-hmm. they play so well together. Yeah, and like that's a great, great growth of a character in there. And it's not much; he's a caricature of a character anyway. Yeah, but it's still something compared to the mm-hmm. usual nothing. With which is what we got with Josh. 
We got like right. a shadow of something with Josh. See, I feel like uh, so they both suffered on opposite things. Like we didn't get enough screen time of Art and Flabber, but what we did get was gold. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of screen time with Josh, but what we got from him was pretty subpar. It was mediocre. It was good yeah. for yeah. being a side character, but mm-hmm. he's not meant to be a side character. He's His best to moments be like... were with Drew whenever yes. they had their rivalry shit going on. Yeah, which they were so like off and on again with whether or not they're going to use that or whether or not it's been right. solved or is it still going like last episode it felt like it was resolved because they fought together then it was mm-hmm. back again this episode but then it was resolved again because he had to say goodbye to the powers and then art walks out into kind of the sunset uh, and just starts walking out of hillhurst and he's like they're like this won't be the last we see of him which is mm-hmm. true we know he comes so back true. but they also say the same thing about Josh. Like Josh uh-huh. says something like, "If you ever need help, I'm always here." Mm-hmm. And it's like, narrator, no, that's he never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna ride his bike off the first road out of here, and we he's never see that kid again. Out of here. Yeah, and uh, and that's the end. And we get the same end credit uh, fade off that I... we have for the last few, where it uh, freeze frames into a comic panel. I actually just. Uh... So, oh, fuck, I had a revelation, and then I just forgot it. God damn. Yeah. Uh, I really shouldn't be inebriated for these. It's about um, Josh? Yeah, it was something to do with... Oh, it was... So, yeah, because that's what remi- or made me come to the realization, is, like, honestly, I think because we're adults and we have developed, like, critical thinking, uh, 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 reading comprehension... Uh, we're, we're able to absorb pieces of media and understand context clues and kind of fill in the blanks ourselves. Um, so, like, I feel like it almost relies on that a little bit. Like, it's almost better appreciated as, uh, if not an older uh, person watching Beetleborgs, but, like, at least in this specific part of Beetleborgs, the Shadowborg saga. Mm-hmm. Um, if not like an older person, just somebody who knows how to like, uh, not deconstruct, but like take context into account and like just, yeah, be able to fill in the blanks there. Like I said, um, cause like we, we can assume that there was probably character development in Josh to make him have that change of heart. Cause we have to make that make sense. To a kid, it's just like, okay, yeah, you know, it's just a line, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of bummed out, but, like, it's not until you really think about it with a critical sense that you think, yeah, that doesn't really play out. Like, yeah. <laughs> hold on, you're not, the writing isn't really holding up here. And it's like, is it the writing being inconsistent, or are they, like, just having to sacrifice, like, if it makes sense to a kid, we can do it. We're not having to cater to a more developed since here if it works it works and they probably actually had like fleshed out ideas but they just didn't have to say them because it was unnecessary for the time constraints and uh the fact that you know you have well i guess that falls into time constraints whenever you're shooting with uh um uh minors that kind of came out weird but you know with filming laws laws, you can only have child actors for so many hours a day and yeah and they have to have classes and all that stuff yeah 
Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm wondering if they... That's something that would be worth asking Gabe, I think, if we ever get to do another one. Yeah. Um, is something <laughs> like that. If they kind of had to cut out some of the shit like that or simplify things. To, 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 yeah. I I mean, that it would make sense. It kind of feels like that's definitely... Mm-hmm. It would be really interesting to see the stuff that hit the cutting room floor for this show. Right. Of, like, if they ever did do a Blu-ray release or something... And we got to see like oh, bloopers fuck. and behind the scenes. I mean, yeah, I mean, nice. seeing the behind the scenes stuff, they have amazing chemistry together. Yeah, like it definitely. It looks Flower like everyone was, was having a good fucking, time. Uh, or Billy Forrester was just putting on airs whenever he was okay with the. Uh, was it Mums that kept putting stuff up his butt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. Oh, and then we so we get a new end credit scene. Uh, yeah, and it's it's they're all scratching Wolfie. Yeah, Wolfie's either got fleas again or just itching, and they're all scratching with different stuff—a rake, uh, maybe I a got claw fleas. hammer. <laughs> they're <both crying. laughs> and and uh, I'm and control. It, yeah, of this you a flying. It's a flabber flying. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'm done. I, okay. I won't. I won't ruin the podcast anymore. <laughs> well, t- for tonight. So, sorry, I should specify. That's that's the episode, but that's also the the end of the first big plot development we've ever had, and it's the end of the Shadowborg saga, which is like a big deal, and the biggest deal we're gonna have until the finale, and we have uh, to we have some responsibilities for that. Is so, Cameron. Uh, if you could just add in a little bit when the saints come marching in when you said that, like just a little bit behind that, that'd be neat. <laughs> I can try to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go back. I'll just go back and I'll add, I'll add that specifically over. Oh, You're gonna listen you. to the podcast and he's gonna have added in fucking Ferdelise and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we need fucking to. Uh, I guess we'll start off with the obvious one. We need to rate this episode on a one to five flabbers. Uh, it's a five, and we'll figure out I next mean, of time. Course it's a five. Yeah. Like, we're gonna change the rating scale too, but this is a five, one hundred percent, even more so than the other ones. I think it's no, the best one of all. It. Yeah, it was it a, it was a good finale. Closure. I really worried. That oh yeah, no, it's the down. whole second half of the episode is just like nuts. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, I was real worried. Plus, that we, we got were that be let down by the finale, and mm-hmm. uh, not at all, or that they like weren't. I I don't know. I I just I was worried specifically with Josh leaving. I was like, are they gonna leave that on a weird note? That's like you're not gonna understand why he's gone next week. Right. And uh, as much as it is like, yeah, it'd be it's gonna hey. be weird when Josh just doesn't even show up. This is the show that is also going to fucking have a whole episode dedicated to why Joe's actress changes. So True. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it it makes sense. But yeah, I this is definitely a five. The whole ser- the whole saga is really a five. Yeah. And, and it, like it's, it's leagues above everything else in the show, probably for the next like 20 episodes till we get the finale. The fucked up thing is whenever we adjust our rating system to the what ten point flat or ten flab scale. However we want to do it, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's probably it's, gonna be ten. Come on, Cam. <laughs> it's well, gonna be ten. And that's the thing, like we're going to have to preemptively not put it at a ten so we don't run into the same scenario. Oh, for sure. But 
yeah. it's obviously not a five. Like it's obviously not middle ground in regards to all of Beetleborgs. If we've only no. seen a third of it, I feel like we have a decent enough grasp, especially with our combined like a little bit of spoilerific knowledge. Uh, like it's going. I feel like it's going to be like seven point five territory. I think whenever so we adjust things, I I think what we'll do it might be more. Is, honestly, uh, it might be. Yeah, I I think hopefully soon we'll be able to sit down and watch the VHS tape cut of all of this, and we can. Yes. We'll let's rate that in our new scale. Okay. Because I think that's going to be kind right. of the okay, highlight bitch. reel. Okay. Yeah. So that okay, works. Okay, bitch. I see you. So I see you, bitch. Our next responsibility and what we've been looking forward to for six episodes. Where does Shadowborg fall on the Monster Menagerie? And let me pull up. Where do you think? <laughs> now, I, I only have one qualm with that. <laughs> the most fucking. Okay. I only have one Wait, problem who is with our that. No, our number, our number one is Amphead. Yeah, no, number two. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Nick? He, Fuck, you're right. Right. Amphead God has too it. much personality to him to be overshadowed <laughs> by the shadow bitch. Uh, okay. He just did get Amphead Amphead in the shadow. Saga. He's the light. He is the peace within. He and is the literally the sound. Bitch. We he did, is the sound. We got him in this saga again, too. So We did. He, he showed up twice and he didn't disappoint if i remember time. correctly we rated those episodes slightly higher than we planned on it we absolutely did appearance in the episode 100 he didn't say anything he didn't well, do much but he was there my meal wasn't Existed. ruined and my disappointment was non-existent yeah <laughs> man so all right so shadowborg is our second highest rating monster he's above graxus and below amphead uh we hit 35 on Ooh, the song counter. When, so, are we going to rank Vexor when he's defeated? I think, or yeah, absolutely. Are we going like, to, yeah. when, we, okay. when we get to the finale uh, and, like, presumably Vexor gets defeated right, or the other Magnavors the people or whatever. When they're defeated. That's absolutely. why we did Shadowborg right now and not in the past six episodes. Duh, that was a dumb yeah, question. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we, we want to see their full... Their yeah. full... Their arc, you know, their arc, their yeah. Because that all plays into judge and it. be done. Right, because, like... um like the monsters that get brought back to life, like sh- like that doesn't quite count because they don't. <laughs> you, you mean not uh, the suit oh wait, just who's gets the, brought back? What was the one cyber that would com- cyber cyber, cyber serpent. serpent? Yeah, cyber serpent. Cyber serpent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't talk about that one. He's still there is bottomless. no cyber serpent <laughs> in Boston. Say, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all that I've got. Uh, this has been all, folks. the Shadowborg saga, the curse of the Shadowborg. We did it, y'all. We did it. The series, the movie, the musical, Hamilton coming at you 2020 on Disney Plus. Check out our Beetleborgs podcast exclusively on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got. So if you guys haven't, be sure and check us out on YouTube. We've got some awesome videos up there that are abridged versions of the show. Uh, with some uh, little additional gags that Griffin throws in there that are great. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. Everything. Pretty much everything. Oh, yeah, we're uh, actually, um, we forgot to mention this last couple episodes. We are now streaming directly into your dreams. Uh, yeah, we are we in your that tea leaves. Um, somehow, dude, the Fate Sisters are fucking fickle, but the- we worked it out. We can now take up 
uh, 0.02% of tea leave readings as it, yeah. advertisement space. They, and trust yeah. me, they it like wasn't merch. Cheap. It was weird, but you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you send them some flip flops and they just really dug into it. Uh, and stickers for some reason. They don't have like laptops or fucking books or notebooks. They, no, lots of stickers. They, they don't hang them up anywhere. They just love stickers. They're, yep, they're just weird. stacked on a shelf somewhere. It's really weird. Uh, uh, it's not a negative judgment, Fate Sisters, no. by the way, because I know you're listening always forever. Yeah. But, and yeah. if you guys uh, want to help decide our fate as well, uh, please go to iTunes and leave a review. Uh, we love seeing them. We're at five stars right now, so I'm not going to complain. But you know, I'm go complaining, goddammit. That's <laughs> an unrealistic territory for us to be in. There needs to be enough viewers that somebody thinks this isn't my cup of tea and downvotes us. Fair you enough. Know, there needs to be a balance. Fair enough. Uh yeah, subscribe to us on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. iTunes really tell is the friends, only one with reviews. Yeah, definitely. Uh tell everybody to check it out. And hey, if so, I'm assuming you guys that actually enjoy us are at least somewhat uh, by left meaning uh, or left leaning. Uh, what I mean is, you know, at least stand for basic human rights and not afraid to say fuck you to tyranny. Uh, so, you know, decent human beings. Um, but uh, in that case, I'm sure, you know, people who aren't like that and would probably get mad at some of the things we say. Show that show that to them, you know. Yeah. There's no business like That's that fine. show business like. <laughs> uh, and with that, I've been Cam. I've been Nick. And I've been a constant distraction to this ever going on endeavor that Cameron is trying to pursue. And we've been the Big, big Bad, bad Beast. Beast.